Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Adam. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Stand by. I think we're waiting on the other Adam. All right. One moment. <clears throat> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Hold on just a moment here. There's Adam. How is the other Adam? I am okay. I'm going to let you know, I've got guys working at the house doing drywall. I'm going to sit on mute, and Adam's going to be our primary resource for this one anyway. I'm just going to sit on mute unless you need me to chime in, and then I'll go off mute, answer questions, and then go. (laughs) Okay. Because um, they're they're just they're just barking like nonstop right now. They're what? The dogs. The dogs are just barking nonstop. Hey, how do I sound oh, to you, Adam? Do I, I sound you were like I'm about in the a can or anything? What? No, everybody can you hear fine. me? Okay, Adam. Jividin. Yeah. Do I yeah, sound like I'm in a can or anything? No. I mean, you might want to get off the toilet if that's where you're at, but you know. What's that? <laughs> I said you might want to get off the toilet if you're on the can, but <laughs> no, I something's going on with my earbuds, so I ha- I'm having to use a direct link into the computer. I'm working, I'm I'm multitasking, working on getting that fixed. Which, by the way, all of this conversation will be edited out tomorrow for tomorrow, so nobody will hear all of this. Nobody will hear about our potty talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Adam, what's your other Adam? What's your last name, yeah. Adam? Tapper. Tapper? Tapper, like you tap on a desk. I I didn't understand it. Tapper. P is in Tom, T- A is in Apple, T- P is yeah. in Paul, P is in Paul, E is in Edward, R is in Richard. Can you text it, text it over to me? I want to make sure I have the spelling right so that when we put it in uh, – Tomorrow we've yep. got it. Got it. All right, guys. So this will be real easy. Uh, you guys are going to go for about thirty minutes, correct? Yeah, that that works. Okay. All right. Now we got a group text going on. It's going to go. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Capper. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, my ears aren't working. I'm, like I said, I'm trying to, to multitask. So what we'll do here is I'm going to count down to one, and when I hit one, we're going to start in just like uh, it would be on the show. We'll go for 30 minutes. We'll talk the Eagles and the Chiefs. Deal? Yeah, everybody ready? Here we go. Yep. Three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the balance. My name's Tom Marcus El Presidente. It is Super Bowl Sunday, 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 Sunday. It is our Super Bowl special. We do this thing every year, no matter who's in the Super Bowl. 
and all we do is we talk about two teams, and we break down what got them here, what do they got to do to survive just one more game, an exciting matchup that we've got uh, today on tap. Oh, why not start your Super Bowl Sunday with us? You got plenty of time for the Puppy Bowl. Yes, that's a pregame tradition. Trust me. Uh, you got time for the Puppy Bowl. You got time for the extended day-long coverage on Fox beginning at 1 o'clock and all day long through the game. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs uh, making a return with Patrick Mahomes. Then we've got the Philadelphia Eagles and Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and our SI and SI.com is in Arizona today. Uh, and he will be calling in just a little bit later. Actually, we're having to tape him. Uh, but, uh, you know, speaking of taping, we're, we're get, we're gonna, we did some taping yesterday with our great guy, Adam Jividen, great p- friend of the show. And uh, his uh, friend, Adam Tapper, is the first uh, time he's, he's a balanced rookie. So we'll, we'll go easy on him. Uh, but he's going to give us some uh, deep insight to the Philadelphia Eagles as well. So we've got two matchups today, guys, and we are, uh, I should, uh, for purposes of disclaimer, we caught up with you guys yesterday morning on Saturday uh, to get this tape so we could get this ready uh, for the Super Bowl special today. Uh, so uh, let's, we, we're starting off with Adam Jimenez, which is our uh, Super Browns fan, Super Colts fan, uh, not Colts fan, I, I, I'm going to make him one, Super Browns fan. <laughs> Super Cavs fan, super duper Cavs fan, super Guardian fan, and the super uh, Ohio State Buckeye fan uh, joins us. Uh, Adam, I appreciate you joining us. We'll start out with you, and then we're going to go to your, to your friend Adam Tapper and, and his first time on, on the balance and hopefully not the last. Adam, real quickly, I, I know uh, that uh, you typically come on talk college football with us. Uh, but uh, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles doing battle out in the desert today. Uh, what are your thoughts of the matchup? You know, I think this is the matchup I, I was dreaming about kind of all season. There's so many layers to this to this game. You've got Andy Reid going for his second Super Bowl title against the team that he essentially became established and known for. It, with the Philadelphia Eagles, you've got Patrick Mahomes and that uh, that concept of legacy of him chasing Tom Brady uh, for Super Bowl appearances and Super Bowl championships. Uh, you've got from a, from a, for the Colts local perspective, you've got our old offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni um, chasing a Super Bowl after you know he was he 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 moved on and took a good chunk of the staff with him from the Colts and Frank Reich the issues that I've had with how Frank was let go um this is just this is the game everybody was hoping for it's the two best teams in the NFL um and and it's the the two quarterbacks who have played the best all season uh in Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts very different offenses but this could be one of those all-time Super Bowls that everybody looks back on. You go, I remember when and where I was when this happened. Well, let's uh, introduce uh, our, our new guest. He's never been on the show before and a balanced rookie, Mr. Adam Tapper. Adam, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you today, Tom? Hey, fantastic. Thank you for catching up with us and, and talking some uh, Super Bowl with us on our annual Super Bowl special. I understand that you're a diehard Eagles fan. 
Absolutely. Uh, Donovan McNabb and Andy put us through a lot in the 2000s, but we stuck with them here, and the last five years have been a bit of a roller coaster, but the highest of highs for sure. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy ride over the last five years, but certainly, you know, not since we uh, have uh, had seen have seen it like this, really since the this, the era back maybe a little bit before your age when the Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys were going back to back to in the Super Bowls oftentimes. So this happens. Uh, so let me let's we'll just kind of break it down from a fan's perspective. What are your thoughts of Jalen Hurts uh, um, and Patrick Mahomes? You know, I think with Jalen Hurts, it all comes down to how that right shoulder is feeling. Um, he had a lot of great games early in the season. Um, there's a, a bit of a narrative that Jalen can't throw the ball or he's, he's a runner first. And I, I'm not sure where that comes from other than previous seasons. Because looking at this year, he had a number of 300-yard games, a number of 70-plus completion yard games. Uh, and the Chiefs, pass rush outside of Chris Jones isn't that great. So if that right shoulder is healthy, I think he's going to be able to throw us to victory in this game. And as for Patrick Mahomes, everyone knows he's one of the greatest we've ever seen do it. Uh, Absolutely terrifies me. Uh, Even with a weaker receiving corpse this year, it it hasn't seemed to matter. So I think we've got our, our hands full, especially in the middle of the defense where our linebacker unit is probably one of our weaker units. It's definitely going to be a, a good game, and I believe a high-scoring game. So, Adam, let me ask you this: What are your thoughts on uh, Jay, uh, on Hertz not getting the uh, MVP? Honestly, it, the Eagles fan in me believes that he was deserving of the MVP, but I I have to admit, I think the voters got it right at number two. I think looking at what the Chiefs did this year with letting Tyreek Hill go, with starting five or six rookies on defense, and the team taking no step back at all, that's entirely a testament to Patrick. I think Jalen definitely has the better team surrounding him, um, but he was certainly the engine that made us go, as you can see with those two games that Gardner Minshew played that didn't look quite as good. So I'm disappointed for him, but I think it's all going to work out because he's going to get the Super Bowl MVP. So I always like to ask people this uh, when I find out who they're a big fan of, especially the first time they come on the show. And, and I know that I ask uh, Adam Jividen, our, uh who's been on the show for a good number of years now, but how did you become a, uh, a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Do you, do you have roots there, or did you just wake up one morning as a kid and said, you know, I'm going to fly, Eagle, fly? <laughs> Um, so I grew up in, in the Chicagoland area in the late 90s, okay. early 2000s, so right around the time that they drafted Donovan McNabb. And quite simply, there weren't a lot of quarterbacks of color at that time, so just being a little kid watching the games, Donovan McNabb looked like me, reminded me of myself, and I also really <laughs> loved their black jerseys. I just thought that uh-huh. was really cool, so uh, I've been following them ever since. Okay, so it was a more of a, of a route with Donovan McNabb to the Eagles kind of situation yeah. then. Got yeah. it. Love it. Great story. Adam, give it in. We're going to uh, shift gears over to you real quick. I know that you got uh, people destroying your home there, but uh, we appreciate you bringing uh, the other Adam. I, as I may, made a joke on, you know, hey, we're, we're splitting the Adams today, so this is going to be a very explosive show. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he gets the MVP. We, we, we're no – I like the Kansas City Chiefs, to be quite honest with you. They're my, my 
uh, second favorite AFC team. Obviously, I'm a Colts guy, and uh, yes, I, I probably should be wearing a bag over my head, and it should be us there. But no, no, not really. Who am I kidding? There's no way it would have been us there today. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes has really uh, is a very inspiring story, much like uh, Jalen Hurts. And there's a lot of storylines here in this the Super Bowl. We'll try to get to some of them while we got you on, but we're going to be on all day long. Uh, we've got Matt Hicks, uh, local uh, radio guy here in Indianapolis. We got uh, Mo from the BS Sports Show joining us. We got Tony Donahue from the Tony D Podcast, and we've got Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com. So we've got over the next two hours, we got a lot of time breaking down the the, the storylines. But as we look at the Kansas City uh, Chiefs side of the line, what are your thoughts? You know, I as I look at the Chiefs, the the, the concern that that I have facing the Eagles is. The Eagles put up nearly historic sack totals, and if Patrick Mahomes, if that ankle, which which if we watched it during the Bengals, that ankle was not right, um, especially towards the end. He really started feeling it. So what would be, you know, the fourth quarter winning time, he's not going to be able to avoid guys like Hassan Reddick um, and uh, Brandon Graham and all – I mean the Eagles just have a relentless number of pass rushers. Uh, and, and that's the thing is, is that, and Reddick is kind of the one that gets the, the most pub right now because he's, he ended the year with 17 and a half sacks, just one behind Nick Bosa, um, who won defensive player of the year uh, for the season. But the thing is, is that Reddick is able to do that because they've got those ridiculous defensive tackles inside with, uh, you know, headlined by Indomitian Sue um, going for his second Super Bowl title, um, won the first one with Tampa. But he's free because of what they're able to do and how they're able to tie things up. And then they have lockdown corners um, and some some great safeties. So I, I just – I look at the Eagles' defense first. And, mm-hmm. then, and then on the other side of, of the ball for the Chiefs, the Chiefs are – very banged up at wide receiver. Uh, they they were running out basically Travis Kelsey and some dudes from the street by the end of that Bengals game. And Travis Kelsey is is an all time tight end, but he's still just yeah. one dude. And they'll be able to match up, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson on him. Um, I wonder some of the times that he flexes out right. I think you see James Bradbury on him, and Bradbury uh-huh. is a monster. Uh, so I just I look at the Chiefs and I go. I don't know that with how banged up they were at the end of that game against Cincinnati, that they're going to be able to keep up and, and we can see the Eagles just pound them <laughs> on both sides of the ball. Well, you know, you said uh, Travis Kelsey's just one guy. He's actually two. And that's another dad joke for Sunday morning. Here's another storyline that we're going to get into. So we'll, we're going to swing back over to the other Adam, Adam Tapper. I'm obviously referring to uh, Kelsey's brother. Uh, but there is that storyline between the, the two Kelseys. We're going to dive deeper into that storyline between the, the, the two a little bit later on in the show. But, Adam, what are your thoughts, brother against brother, in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. It probably has happened. I, I didn't do a thorough research on it. But certainly hasn't happened. I, I mean, we've got we have brothers. Don't get me wrong. We have brothers that have played and are playing the Super Bowl. Obviously, the most notable 
brothers that have played in Super Bowls or the Manning brothers, but not at the same time. They didn't play each other. So what are you, what are your thoughts about that storyline? Honestly, my first thought was, what was their mom feeding them? I mean, to have two sons that are not only both professional athletes, but <laughs> multiple point. time all pros, I have to figure out what she was doing uh, for my own kids. Um, there you but go. if you don't love this storyline, you don't love sports. I mean, this is everything that sports is right. about. Check your pulse. Uh, Travis, exactly. And, you know, Travis crediting Jason as his mentor, both of them being leaders, hard workers. And Jason Kelsey's story is incredible. Um, played multiple positions in high school. Um, got on the team at Cincinnati, had to walk on, and when Brian Kelly came in, Brian said, I want you to play O-line, and Jason said, all right, put me on scholarship, and I'll do it. So um, just his ability and how he had to move around and really persevere, be a late-round pick, and become where he is, it's just incredible. I'm happy for both of them. Well, Adam, I'm so glad you're able to join us today on the balance uh, our Super Bowl special. Obviously, your Philadelphia Eagles are, are in the Super Bowl. Fly, Eagles, fly. And I'm going to be flying with you uh, later on today when it comes on. I, I uh, am typically root, would have rooted for the Chiefs. I'll put it that way. If the Chiefs have been playing anybody else but the Philadelphia Eagles. But I have been following the Eagles for a long time. And then Ed Kraft is going to be on the show, has been on our show for a long, long time, many, many years. And uh, so uh, I, I have to fly Eagles fly with you. One of the questions that I know that everyone that is asking, probably yourself as well, and, and maybe there's a good answer for it, but really what is the key to stopping Patrick Mahomes or at least limiting the damage he can do? I mean, as, as what we, we saw this season, we thought people said, well, surely Mahomes will regress without Tyree Kill. Uh, this will be the year uh, Mahomes is dethroned in the AFC, blah, blah, blah. Insert text here. Nobody thought that Patrick Mahomes would be able to put it back together. Now that he's hurt, oh, they'll never be able to make it through the playoffs. Now that they're in the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, now we've got to ask, what does the Eagles got to do? You know, what's the key here to, to stopping uh, Patrick Mahomes? I think there's two things. Um, first, we have to play our game. And so the Eagles are top five in first quarter scoring and number one in second quarter scoring. The second quarter tends to be where we really put opponents away. So if we can start quickly and put the Chiefs in a 10 to 14 point hole to where we know we've eliminated the threat of the run, which Andy Reid doesn't like to run anyway. So at the first sign of adversity, he will abandon it. So if we can eliminate that threat and get where we know it's passing down, then our pass rush can come after him. And also, while Patrick had an excellent season, this is not an explosive Kansas City offense. Travis Kelsey is not beating you down the field for 40 yards. Valdez Scantling is their only threat that can kind of do that, but he also only catches about half of his targets, so he doesn't scare me too much. So if we can get them behind where they're having to dink and dunk down the field, then we can run the ball, play keep away like we typically do in the second half. I I just do not want this to be a one-score game late in the fourth quarter because I think that's where you allow Patrick to make his magic. You know, you make a valid point there, Adam. We'll go back over to the other Adam here to talk a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, uh, as, as Adam pointed out quite correctly, they don't have a, an explosive offense, and the Chiefs have been wildly successful under Andy Reid, and certainly the, the, there's an Eagles connection there as well. But I, I'm curious, and what I maybe would want to dive deeper into, what is the discourse like if Kansas City would be – what would be the discourse be like 
in Kansas City and the Kansas City fan base. If they lose this game and Andy and, and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes only have one Super Bowl title to show for five straight AFC Championship game appearances, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm curious about that. I mean, I guess it's a win-loss record type of thing. But what what are your thoughts? What what we always like to say, and I don't have any room to talk being a Colts fan, but we always like to say, you know. You could get to the big game, but you can't win the big game. They won at one time, so we'll give them that. Uh, but uh, how gutted will the Chiefs be if they lose to the Eagles today? I mean, honestly, the way that I look at it, I don't know that they would be, largely because of what the future still holds. They've got still, like, a boatload of picks coming and cap space available because of the Tyreek Hill trade. They have been extremely smart um, in how they've utilized draft selections. Uh, Creed Humphrey has established himself as maybe the second-best center in the league behind Jason Kelsey, ironically, um, uh, for the Eagles. And Creed Humphrey was a third-round pick. Um, that front office has, has, is now to the point where they know what they're looking for in the draft, and they are almost always – able to find it um, at a round that is unexpected. And then we see that person produce. Another good example of that, now running backs, it's a little easier to find people that can produce, but Isaiah Pacheco, who was their starting running back, uh, was at Rutgers last year, and he was a late seventh-round pick. If you are a late seventh-round pick, you shouldn't be starting at running back in the Super Bowl. It's usually just how it goes. But they had Jared McKinnon, and they looked and they said, we need somebody that's a little bit more of a physical hammer-style running back, straight line, downhill, one cut and go, and that's what they found in, in, in Isaiah Pacheco. Um, and they do this every year. I also think there's a little bit to the aspect of, with Patrick Mahomes, at least from my perspective, dude has just had some bad luck. Uh, you know, he wasn't healthy in the Super Bowl against Tampa, and that offensive line was a disaster. And, you know, he's not fully healthy going into this game. I look at it as a – for me, it's a very similar argument to the one that we actually have with Jordan and LeBron. LeBron got Cavaliers teams in particular to the NBA Finals that without anybody else had no business even making it to a conference championship. If you put almost any other quarterback as under center in Kansas City – I don't know if they even make the conference championship game. But because Patrick Mahomes is that good, they're in the Super Bowl yet again, going for his third his third title. So I, I don't know if you're a Chiefs fan, if you don't win this game. I've, I I mean, they will have to be the, de- the, the favorite to win the AFC again next year. Um, now, will it happen? Who knows? But that's what they have built in Kansas City is a roster that will be able to compete at a very high level for a very long time. We'll go back over you to Adam Tapper, rookie to the balance. Uh, uh, we've, we've been easy on you, but now it's time for you to put your thinking cap on. Let's, we're going to uh, break down the – we'll start with the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles, which is obviously one of the potent weapons that they have. Uh, but the Philadelphia Eagles have got to uh, put together a game plan. If you're – in the, the war room with Andy Reid, if you will, and you're, and you're having a whiteboard exercise, what does it look like for you 
as a fan that the Philadelphia Eagles have got to do address and, and make sure that they take care of business today? Yeah, I mean, I think it all starts with getting Andy Reid to abandon the run. So a, a little poorly kept secret about the Eagles this year, the team has not been good against the run. Um, I think we're about 20th in rushing our uh, rush defense. And Kansas City, while they don't run the ball a lot, they do run it very effectively at nearly five yards a carry. So I do not want Isaiah Pacheco getting 20 touches in this game. So if we can stop the run early and put them behind, you can get Andy Reid to abandon the game there. And then I think it simply becomes don't let anyone get behind you. If Patrick Mahomes has to drive the ball six, eight yards at a time, eventually their receivers are going to drop passes. As Adam mentioned, there's a, a number of practice squad guys out there, and some of the guys that are going to play are hurt, or Kadarius Tony, who has never met a ball he didn't want to drop. So I think that if you can do that, shrink the field, shorten the game, we can really limit their offense. Let's go ahead and flip uh, over to the other side of the line there to the offense. It's obviously led by Jalen Hurts and a very, very exciting uh, offense to watch as well. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have got to have put points on the board. And I, I fear from what I've seen, and just, th- just from what I've seen this year uh, with, the, with the Philadelphia Eagles and the games they've lost, they, they, they have to – be able to put points on the board to put them on early. Uh, you're the offensive coordinator uh, right now for the Philadelphia Eagles going into the Super Bowl uh, with the with the Kansas City Chiefs. What's what's your game plan? I want to attack the middle of the field. I think someone that's getting very little coverage leading up to the Super Bowl is Dallas Goddard. I think he can apply a lot of pressure to to Kansas City. Uh, They struggled against George Kittle earlier this year when they played the 49ers, and Goddard has a nearly identical build and similar speed to Kittle. And so if we can get him matched up on some of their smaller rookie corners or some of their linebackers, I think that's going to uh, force them to play a little softer in the middle of the field, which will open up that run game. And then on the outside, we need to take some deep shots early and often to continue to to soften that defense. I think A.J. Brown is due for a big game, and I think he wants it more than any of the fans even want it for him. And when it comes to Devontae Smith, he and Jalen Hurts have rarely been high volume when targeting each other. Uh, Jalen clearly prefers A.J. Brown, but Devontae Smith has a penchant for the spectacular. Um, looking at next-gen stats today, he has two of the ten most improbable catches in the league this year. So I just want to throw it up to those guys on the outside, stretch the middle of the field, and I think that's going to open up the, the running game and some of the creative things we can do in the RPO game with Jalen Hurts. While we still got you guys here, I appreciate you guys catching up with us on a Saturday morning uh, to re-disclaim re- our disclaimer for, at the beginning here. Uh, we called up with you guys yesterday morning uh, to be able to, to tape this segment uh, for today, so we really appreciate you you doing that uh, with us, uh, both the Adams. Uh, you know, this is Adam, Adam Jivident. <laughs> uh, this has got all the earmarks to be in a very explosive game, or... On the other hand, it's got all the earmarks to be a very disappointing game. Oftentimes, we, we get 
all caught up in the hype and the buildup of what should be a, a, a historic game, and it doesn't lead up to expectations. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs are 4-3-0 and and first in the AFC, and the Philadelphia Eagles also 14-3-0, and first in the, in the NFC. Uh, you know, neutral ground, if you will, Glendale, Arizona. If you've got to be stuck somewhere for a week, there's a place to be. That was what Ed was telling me earlier this week. Uh, even though it is 12, 15 hours a day uh, since he's been there on Tuesday. I'm uh, excited to talk with him later on in the show today. Um, but uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, let's start with you. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice as always. Uh, Adam, tell us, about, like we just did with the other Adam, uh, offense, defense for the Kansas City Chiefs. What what has to happen here? What, if you're the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, what's your game plan today? <clears throat> I, I think as I kind of mentioned they have to be able to run the ball um, and and use both running backs efficiently. Pacheco is it, they've kind of got that thunder and lightning um, with Pacheco being the the, the hammer um, and then Jarek McKinnon kind of catching the ball out of the backfield. He'll be good for some of those like edge sweep plays um, and then they they need Kelsey and Mahomes to do things that. Only those two guys, oftentimes, teams can do. Um, I think I think you're gonna for them to win this game. Travis Kelsey has to have at least like 150 yards and two touchdowns, like I, it, at minimum. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a game where they need their stars to come out and be their best. And I think Kansas City. In this scenario, wants as high a scoring as possible to give um, Mahomes more shots at the ball. If the Eagles are able to grind the clock down using their phenomenal run game, that's not great. The, the, the Chiefs need as many bites at the apple to put up seven as they can get, knowing that Mahomes is going to do everything he can uh, to make sure that happens. We're talking with Adam Jividan, a super Browns fan, a super uh, Buckeyes fan, super duper Cavaliers fan, also a pretty super Guardians fan, and the all-around super guy who's been on the show for a good number of years. And bringing on with him today is a balanced rookie, uh, Adam Tapper. Uh, guys, uh, I know that I'm I'm kind of a betting man, and I know uh, Adam, you and I kind of just bounce around things each week for fun. <clears throat> but uh, we'll start with you, Adam. The I haven't seen the spread today being Sunday where the, the game is because it's not Sunday yet. We're taping it. So I don't know what the final spread is, but the last I checked was well, the Philadelphia, obviously by one and a half. This is a really tight uh, money line game uh, over and under it's 50. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, if you're uh, pulling out your DraftKings app today, if you even use that or Caesars or whether other apps, you do. a lot of people bet, on the Super Bowl just for fun. So I always the disclaimer, guys, just do what you can do for fun. Don't don't make it something all serious in your life because a lot more important things than winning money. Um, but uh, earning money and winning money so this should be one and the same, right? Adam, what are your thoughts about the spread and, 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 and what are your takeaways uh, for today's game? Could you repeat again? What was the, uh, what was the spread again, Tom? Oh, I was talking to the other Adam, but you can answer too. Uh, the, the spread, as I oh, the sorry. last I checked, is one and a half. Um, 
and it's uh, heavily what, what favored I'm doing for with the spread is I'm not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's that close, no way. <laughs> yeah, it's one and a half spread. At least it it, it is um, today on Saturday when we're we're uh, taping it. All right, guys, we got to let you go here because I, I I promised you I'd keep you to a quick thirty minutes. We went over for a little bit, but we've got to take a quick survey. Uh, Adam Tapper. First of all, what's your favorite uh, Super Bowl food to have? You know, got to have your wings. You got to have your pigs in the blankets and nachos, your tater tots, all the above. What is it? I think it's definitely lemon pepper wings, and they're going to taste even better when the Eagles win. (laughs) I like lemon pepper wings. Where do you get them at, or do you make them? Uh, I make them. Oh, great, great. Uh Uh-oh. We may have a competition going. You don't know this about me, Adam Tapper, but I'm a world-famous chef. And (laughs) everything I make is world-famous. So uh, my granddaughter says to me, she goes, why do you say every time you cook, it's world-famous? I'm like, because everything I make is world-famous. I make yummy stuff. I'm a big chili guy. I'm a big ribs guy. But uh, Melissa's going to be making some um, uh, buffalo chicken dip today. And we're going to go over to some friend's house, and they got some chili going. So I'm not cooking uh, this year, but uh, I'm excited to – I'm always excited about it. Uh, Adam Tapper also, uh, outside of the game itself, well, we've got the halftime show. <laughs> I've been, let's just say, less than impressed by the halftime show in the last few years. What do you think about this year's halftime show? I think Rihanna is going to do a great job. I think she's a, a very creative performer, been out of the spotlight for a bit. I think this is going to really get her name back out there again. Okay, Adam, same, other Adam, same questions to you. What's your, what's your go-to food, uh, guilty pleasure, if you will, on uh, Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know that I have, like, that primary thing. I always get, even though the Browns has never been in the Super Bowl, I always just get anxious to watch it, and I just, like, graze. And usually it's, like, tortilla chips and some sort of queso. Like, <laughs> I'll have, like, a little bit in the first quarter, a little bit in the third quarter, and then that's it. And then I get home and I realize I haven't eaten for, like, six hours. So, for me, I think my Super Bowl tradition is usually, like, a sandwich at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I'll tell you what. If you like the grays, like I mentioned earlier today, uh, uh, Melissa's making some buffalo chicken dip. And I'm telling you what, not many things are better than what I cook, but that's, that's, that's pretty, good, pretty good stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on this year's uh, halftime lineup? Uh, I mean, I – Last year kind of had that, like, hip-hop nostalgia thing. I'm curious to see who Rihanna brings with her. And if she's going to do, like, the songs that people remember, like, I, or if she's going to do, like, new ones that no one knows. Uh, I know, like, you know, that she had, like, that run, um, like, when I was in college that was really, really good. Um, and I, I don't know if it was her biggest song during that period, but everybody remembers the Umbrella song. Um I don't know how many she's going to do. I personally would love to see, and this is a a, 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 a shout out to um, uh, lip, the lip sync battle. I'd love to see Tom Holland come out and redo his uh, dance that he did the umbrella um, on an extreme lip sync battle. That was amazing. So yeah, yeah I'm really looking forward to the game. I, I, I told you week one, Eagles were my favorite for the entire season, and I'm rolling with it. 
You know, we're we're based here. We're national show all over the United States, uh, all over the world for that matter, because we got some pretty awesome podcasts going on here too. Uh, but we're based here in Indianapolis, the west suburbs of Indianapolis, high atop the Ballast Studios, uh, India Indy Connect, Indianapolis connection uh, to the Super Bowl. Babyface is obviously from Indianapolis and a 12-time Grammy Award winning. We'll be singing America the Beautiful at the Super Bowl. So there you go. If you needed that indie connection, there you go. Real quickly, Adam Tapper, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, are, are, are you uh, uh, on, on the Twitter or any, any type of social media like that, or are you just, you're just there, out there? One of the few that I'm just, on I'm just out there hanging, hanging <laughs> around in the shadows. <laughs> hey, that's that's uh, you gotta gotta look out for what lurks in lurks in the shadows. Super Bowl commercials. Uh, what are your thoughts? I love them. I have to admit, I, I, I'm a sucker for Super Bowl commercials. I'm a, also a sucker for the uh, a few years ago when Budweiser released a little uh, puppy dog and he was all lost. <laughs> Super Bowl commercials, yay or nay? Uh, I'm a Super Bowl commercial fan, but not when my team's playing in it. I just want to get back to the game, so this year I'll probably be more annoyed by the commercials, but normally I enjoy them. I enjoy them as long as they don't go way off into hippie land, and that's another story for another conversation for another show. (laughs) But if they can keep it, like, fun and not all this uh, political stuff, we'd be be in uh, great shape. Okay, guys. First of all, Adam, I don't know Adam Tapper. I don't know. Do you have dogs? Uh, I do not, but I have in the past. Okay. We know Adam has dogs, and everybody in the world knows that I have three dogs, my my three fur babies. I have two kids, and both of my kids have plenty of dogs, so we're a big dog family. Uh, my grandkids love the dogs. I love the dogs. So how can you not love dogs? And the great cause is the puppy bowl. You gotta watch the puppy bowl. You gotta tell me, tell me you got it in your heart, Adam Tapper, to watch the puppy bowl. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, the puppy bowl is great. <laughs> it's great. I found that four or five years ago, and you know, and I found it just surfing. Like, I get caught up in watching the whole day long coverage of, of of the Super Bowl, uh, and, and every topic and every storyline, and then I found the puppy bowl. I'm like, this is this is a must have. Adam Jividen, puppy bowl. I've watched it in the past. I don't watch it every year. It's one of those things that I usually forget about, and then, like, I see the highlights, and I'm like, aww. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for Oliver to really get into the Puppy Bowl, but um, we'll, we'll see. I love the Puppy Bowl. And, you know, there is going to be a puppy from Indianapolis there, too. So there is that that connection. Guys, I appreciate you joining us. We went over uh, a few minutes. Uh, so I, I, I don't have to ask you, uh, you, Adam Tapper, who you think will win the game. But I, the Eagles are – I'm going to save my official pick till later on in the day, but I kind of tip my hat as well. But, Adam Jividen, do you have an official pick for us for Super Bowl 57? I told you – I hinted at it. Eagles were my pick to win the Super Bowl in the pre on our preseason you know, NFL special. You were right. I'm You're 100% sticking with it. Right. I'm sticking with it. I'm going <laughs> Eagles over Chiefs. I'm going to say it's a high-scoring game, and I'm going to say 48-42. 48-42. Well, we wow. we've got we've got it down there. Melissa's got your 
your yeah. your uh, pick down there. So uh, we'll see we'll see how things go, guys. I really do appreciate you joining us, uh, Adam Tapper. You don't have to. Uh, the Eagles don't have to be in the Super Bowl to join us. You can join us at any time. You're always 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 welcome. I appreciate you joining us, and Adam Jevin, I appreciate you joining us as well. Thanks for catching up with us on a Saturday morning. You guys have a great weekend, and go fly Eagles fly. See you, Tom. Thanks. Thanks, hey guys, thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm going to edit all this out here uh, later on this afternoon, and uh, I'll, I'll make uh, make you guys uh, sound better than me, which is pretty easy to do. So <laughs> not a hard editing job. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. All right, Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. All right, we're taping uh, some taping for the uh, Super Bowl special, uh, and what I thought I would do is just because I'm not going to put this in the the tape. So, but if you're kind of listening to it uh whatever um just gonna let some stuff run in the background um until uh, about 20 15 20 minutes when we're due to catch up uh and i'd say about 45 minutes we're due to catch up with ed kratz uh beat writer for the philadelphia eagles uh obviously this will all be edited out uh so uh we're just going to kind of go through uh some some uh things if you will and and uh that's uh, football related and 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 just kind of go through there and so enjoy just keep in mind this is not going to be part of the actual uh super bowl special good job this is not embarrassing my blood is clotting clotting Never ever evict your parents, okay? So I run through the maze, and then I find there's some guy named Queese. Queese? Boring man. Gremlin T. Squeerfish. Minus opposite. Janitor Snoutlink. Dirt stick. Nothing else. No. They got boulders up in here? Because, look, I don't have time for no boulders. Ain't no boulders here. Yeah, it could be. Local. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's rubbish. Yeah, that's bad. Marionettes? Say, you ought to buy my electric guitar. You could buy the thing that has made me famous. The guitar. Uh, the helmet won't go on. I need your knife. I hate cats. Why they gotta pee in a little tub? Buckrain Politosh. President Free Power Flitzing. Azimuth, Star Trek II. Greek Baby. Danny Sassoon. Vodorok Pagina. Oh, uh, so do you want to go out later? Psychic doll, baby. I could murf on that doll, baby. Put some clothes on that murk. Gotta put some clothes on that murky towel and generate your own light. Get in the stance. Which stance? But this one here, is this right? You should be nice to me. You hear? Yeah, yeah, I hear. I should be nice to him, Jim. Up your hole. Hey, I meant to tell you. I saw you sniff your shoe. Your face is a face I've been avoiding for seven years. If I have to look back at it, I'll break down for show. <laughs> I'm on my horse, guys. A stallion. Bickwin Thunderhands Elfson. Dunk Rod Gluck. Rockwin Thousand Babies. Exquisitist. Sunset Mitchellham. Ping pong leg. Tute, Tute. Logan Hyman Valencia. Hey, what's up? What am I looking at? Hand? Ice. Lightning. Gurk, gurk, Repel. Return. Fright mode. Wait, no. 
Ah. Oh, dear. Thanks for never trying to catch a ball. Guess you think the scoring just sort of happens? Y'all are disgusting. Every one of y'all cannot talk to me anymore. Hey, do you have bat sense? No, because, I mean, nobody has bat sense. Now, now, sure somebody. Somebody does. I look like I'm five now. Puppies are so good. Why don't you give me those nachos? Y'all shouldn't be, like, picking up a snail. The music of Rockin' Danny. You know I've got over 41 traffic cones? It's like heaven in a pickle, heaven in a pickle, heaven in a pickle, heaven in a pickle. I don't want to talk about y'all's new baby. Look, a third nail. Rance LaFontaine. Generic tongue taste. Frizzy tote. Goblin. Rust trap the pencil. Nacho tajus. Hey, you ever hear of the Kraken? I heard you're dating the Hawk Woman. <gasps> uh oh. That jockey is the horse's size. I don't have my book, and this is boring. You ever hear of Worldwide Watermelon or the Worldwide Watermelon Plot? Look, a porcupine. A porcupine in the middle of this big crowd? Quit showing off, loud Bertha. Stocking is included. Don't ever dare shake a baby. I swear I went to doctor school. <gasps> Granny? <laughs> he fell because my foot was out. Oh, well, now you can see his neck bone. I should sketch that neck bone. You can't take it all out on the universe. Bless you, bless you. You guys, they're laughing. Didn't you ever hear of cardio? You suck so much. Whoa, robot cars. They're so technical. Hey, your dog's a kid. It's a kid. Hey, where's the kite? Right there. What? I'm four years old. There's seven corpses in the den. I like chunks in my coffee. Yo, my temperature is six Fahrenheit. I get the gopher tomorrow, and they're like really smart. Hey, you ain't gonna find your gopher. Yeah, I took it back to the garden. My sandwich ability is not something that you would ever want. Yeah. Mm, mm, it's lit. Mm, check it out. Uh, uh, uh. Here's my new saying. Ball shank. Like that? Yeah, it's special. Oh, we made a bad plan. Lamicus de Sous. Rorschach tac tac. Bricks bones, badger balls. Laporte diphthal. Bonapetiffy Jr. Horace Sophistifable. Hey, Braden. Braden, go kiss your stepmother. Hey, my bike is gone, man. Has anybody seen it? Because my bike is gone. Its spoken name is Michael. It's my friend and my ride. Has any one of y'all seen Michael? Rose, son. Emotion is a boat. My fingers are filthy. I'm feeling pretty thirsty. Guess that's America. Hey, let me check if I love you. Uh-oh. Stop the rhino attacks. Number one in female situations. I collect pictures of horses. Yeah, I hate acting, but I got it when they make a bowl. Like, wow, it's cool. Really? You let in the Bagel King? They let in the Bagel King? How's he even here? Is there a problem with your filthy pole, Pamela? On the sideline. Bark, bark, hoo-ha. Lucy von Weiss-Sassafras. Simon Asterisk. Carlton the Seeker. Shipwreck. Hey. You all right? Hey. Hey. Yeah, excuse me. Hey, one minute, Steve. I bless your fingers. Uh, Steven, stop doing that, fool. Okay, I bless your fingers, and obviously, you must not leave. 
divine. When I got shoved in my locker, it hurt, yeah. The whole seven days. No, Devlin's a bad guy. Yeah, always know that Devlin is a bad guy. And they're always just sort of sketchy. Tonight, I am alone. That dog is enormous. Hey, broskies, you're like our house guest. I would like a doodle of your aunt. It's important to... Satin Boy? He's really here? Hey, Stickweed, y'all want a club? Huzzah, Mother Soda. I saw a stump at the Franklin Mall. Uh, I'm hot. Wait a sec. Where's Tanya? Honestly, I don't trust my heart. We shouldn't fund World Robotics. Pete Crap Letters. Seventh Hope Skelligan. Bouncy House. Snip, snip. Testa Fuente. Herpsichord. Hey, get in my car. We're taking you hostage. I don't think so. Here we are. Wait, hey, the car's this way. It's time for a lesson, boys. The sweet scent of almost dying. All night, I thought I heard the chick from Frozen. It just so happens that I don't like you. I feel feeling so deep. Oh, dear, there's roaches at my party. Do you have any life? This is such a random video. Clown. Who do I love? You do I love. Tripecker Flom. Party Machine. Oracle of Bibinatru. Polly's prancing puzzled her father. Hey, you want to go back to picking bananas? Waterfall, hear my prayer. May the waterfall hear my prayer. Did they ever tell you how I collect brains? Oh, gorgeous triplets with a good face. Triplets, triplets. You know, I have the 43. Turkey fritter. You want a Mexico flavor wand or a regular, regular old grape flavor wand? Stephanie said that her friends are going to find you a girlfriend. <laughs> no freaking way, dude, a girlfriend? I'm just sad. <laughs> no resting. Look at the speck of dust here. Okay, I'm going to touch your back. No need to panic. Can I get a smile? <laughs> no. I'm not going to talk about your stepdaughter's cold eyes. Nogbone, danky. Lava lamp, sequel tank. Sir Amblin, flicator. Hawkboo, egress. Gumbo, the trout stain. I want D1G53. Buster lip catharsis. Steel grip, the forte. Next to my biplane, this ball's my favorite. Oh, small tragedy. Now it's basically in the lava, I'm afraid, so need to catch a plane. Candy. Still just sitting here with not candy. I don't know what to tell you. The quiet desperation of the macaw oh, falls to us as the mountains suffer. Honor the days. Waterfall, hear my prayer. May the waterfall hear my prayer. Fires burn still will I learn. I remember you looking 22 and smiling, made me think I might be okay. But then I Back then I was a little baby. Sweet and greasy. Gotta love bread. I know. You know, there's sandwich bread over there oh, next yeah. to the coffee. I eat bread in the bathtub. Hey, that's gross to me. 
There's a lot I've been feeling lately. Uh, why is there a hearse at my house? Night screams. The new fun of the kids. Billy, Billy. My Billy. Billy, where are you, Billy? So I need to talk to you regarding money. I stomped on all the fun chunks. My grief has a scent, like suffering. A rusty navel? How'd it get rusty? Look at this bug. It's an honor to meet you, my lord. <laughs> winkle, winkle, wink, whittle ghost. And kiss a pickle as you haunt your tree. I'm crying on the inside. I intensely stole carpet. I tell you, there's a Bigfoot on your shed. <clears throat> It's just right where the end is. How would you describe yourself? Hot. Mm, mm. Uh, you're hot. But saucy. Hey, I'm going to talk on the field. Okay, what about? Mm. Go slow, because I like that. Kevin, the car's coming soon. Hey, I got fun stuff. In my bag. Poetry and French art. Tabasco. Why would you send apples to NASA? Why would you send apple crepes during the nighttime? Hand at you. You think you could eat a leprechaun? Now, I'm not saying I want to really. So, man, don't hurt me with all y'all shapes. Hope you like rats better than mice. Everybody gets a rat. Free rat. Everybody gets their rat. Lobster scrotum pasta. You seem busy. My spit got on the vegetables. Hey, I heard they're going to change the ball into a square ball. Okay, I sent the purple object over there. What's your name? What? The starfish in the vents are rotting. If you're having a birthday, we're truly sorry. I want you to just hold me, all right? Just hold me and tell me you'll never leave me. Actually, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to walk away. That's good. No emotion, no accent, nothing. Pass the water. Do it at once. That boy is thirsty. Can't wait to be on a winning team. Hey, I'm an icon. Oh, no, it's happening. Stop standing. Stop drinking. Poke his eye. I'm the star. Hey, he's a spy. You're gonna die. Ow. I used to dance like this. Viviana, 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 she loved to dance. She loved to dance. She loved to dance. The tiger will jump down and feed on you. I'm hydrophobic, so I'm kind of scared of the ocean. I melted a lot of people. Humans shouldn't visit the labyrinth. I just...
come to your house some evening and discuss U.S. history on your time. Understand? Yes, sir. This guy's been stoned since the third grade. Yes? 
Yeah, I'm registered in this class. What class? This is U.S. history. See the globe right there. Really? Hey. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell oh, ring and all my kids are not here. Sorry I'm late. It's just like this new schedule's totally confusing. I know that, dude. Mr. Spicoli. That's the name they gave me. You're ripping my car. Yeah. Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is. You dick! I have taken the time to print up a complete schedule of class quizzes and the chapters they cover. Please pass them to the desks behind. Back, back, back. was introduced into Congress by Senator John Flack. It was passed in 1906. This amendment to our Constitution has a profound impact upon all of our... Where is Jeff Spicoli? I saw him earlier today near the first floor bathrooms. Is he still on campus? Anyone? Yes, Desmond? I saw him by the food machines. How long ago? Right before class. Okay. Bring him in. What is this fascination with truancy? What is it that gets inside your heads? There are some teachers in this school who look the other way at truancy. It's a little game that you both play. They pretend they don't see you, you pretend you don't ditch. Now, who pays the price later? You. Wait a minute, there's no birthday party for me here. Oh, Mr. Han. What's the reason for your truancy? Just couldn't make it on time. You mean you couldn't or you wouldn't? It was like a full crowd scene at the food lines. Food will be eaten on your time. Why are you continuously late for this class, Mr. Spicoli? Why do you shamelessly waste my time like this? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Han, will I pass this class? Gee, Mr. Spicoli, I don't know. That's nice. I really like that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leave your words on this board for all my classes to enjoy. Giving you full credit, of course, Mr. Spicoli. All right. The United States decided to throw a little weight around and, uh... Who is it? Mr. Pizza Guy. Again? Mr. Pizza Guy, sir. Quarter the double cheese and sausage. 
Right here, dude. Here, just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Learning about Cuba, having some food. Mr. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. <laughs> I've been thinking about this, Mr. Han. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> Certainly, there's nothing wrong with a little feast on our time. You're absolutely right, Mr. Spicoli. It is our time. Yours, mine, and everyone else's in this room. But it is my class. Hamilton, Brandt, Kornfeld, up front. Mr. Spicoli has been kind enough to bring us a stack. Be my guest. Help yourselves. Get a good one. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. 
Thunder. So bring on Atlanta, bring on Dallas. This is for Mike and Papa Bear Hallas. But I'm not here, the feathers ruffle. I just came here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. I'm L.A. Mike and I play it cool. They don't sneak by because I'm no fool. I fly on the field and get on down. Everybody knows I don't mess around. I can break them, shake them any time of day. I like to steal it and make them pay. Please don't try to beat my hustle. Cause I'm just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. We are the best shuffling crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. Blowing your mind like we knew we would. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff on everyone. We're not here to start no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. The sack man's coming. I'm your man, Dent. Is a quarterback throw. He's gonna get bent. We stop the run. We stop the pass. I like to jump high.
Lynch. He got a penalty, though. And it's going to come back. Before the Empire. Hey, good morning, Tom. How are you? How are you doing? Hey, man. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. You're probably doing better than I am, though, sir. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm uh, I'm like you. I'm drinking from a fire hose, as I think you put it, right? I hear you. I hear you. We've already did one taping today. We did uh, Adam and his friend Adam, who's also a big Eagles fan, so... He became an Eagles fan back up in Chicago, and he became an Eagles fan through Donovan McNabb because when the Bears drafted Donovan McNabb, and uh, he's like, and I was a kid, he goes, uh, you know, he, he looks like me. And he goes, so I related to him, you know, because he's, he's yeah. African-American. And uh, then he, Donovan McNabb went over to the Eagles, and he said, well, I just stayed an Eagles fan. So kind of kind of cool to have him on talking about the Eagles. So uh, you've taped with me before, so it's relatively easy, sir. So what I'm going to do, and I, uh, I'll do the countdown, and um, it's going to be like the normal intro with your uh, walk-up song, and then it will just pretend like it's you're on the show. Of course, we're recording you, so <laughs> and right. we'll do it for 20 minutes or so. Does that work for you? Yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. Stand by, sir. Stand by. Stand by. <laughs> I'm sitting by. How about that? I'm seated. Does that work? Hey, it works for me, brother. As long as you're not on the toilet. That's, that's, that's the most important <laughs> thing. I am not. Right. You ready? We'll go in three, two, one. All right, and welcome back to the balance. Super Bowl special. We do this thing every year uh, here. On, oh, wait a minute. We got to start over. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I forgot to play your walk up song. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> the balance so it's our annual super bowl special thanks for being with us all day long we've had a great uh guest lineup today adam jivitin super brown fan uh, uh uh buckeye fan i forgot my, my brain there for a second super guardians fan and super duper Cavs fan and joining it also for the first time it was great to talk to adam tapper uh big time eagles fan uh, and i had a chance to talk with him and his thoughts about the 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 eagles and the chiefs Obviously, he's hoping that the Eagles prevail, Eagles fly, Eagles fly. That's what we're doing here in the balance Doodle. Also, thank you, Tony Donahue, the Tony D Podcast, uh, Matt Hicks, local um, re, uh, local media here, and Mo from the BS Sports Show all joined us today. But we saved the best, our best A-list for last. Joining us from the desert in Arizona, our one and only Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com, our official 
uh, and uh, NFL contributor. Ed, I, I know it's, uh, it's a hard life out there in the desert, but I know, I know you've had some long days. How's, how's, how's it been before we kick things off here at the Super Bowl? How's the atmosphere? How's it been? Of course, it's always fun to be out there. Uh, it's long days, but a lot of work, but it's fun to be a part of the media and you know be able, able to, to talk to players, be a part of Media Day and Radio Row and all of that. Uh, so how's it been? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's fun. It's, um, you know, kind of cool to take a few laps around Radio Row, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, every few hours. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, just talking to the players and the teams, engaging how loose they are and how cranky they are and uh, how cranky <laughs> I am. Cause like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's been exciting, and it seems like it's been filling up uh, with fans as the week has gone on. You know, I got out here earlier in the week. Tuesday I got in, but, uh, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday were, were kind of, uh, you know, pretty low-key, not a whole lot of fans. Um, but now it's, it's changed, and the, and the lobbies are filling up. The restaurants are packed. Um, so, yeah, people are pumped. People are excited. And, of course, you know, the weather has been fantastic. I mean, typical Arizona weather, dry uh, cool in the morning, cool at night, but, you know, revs up to about 70 during the day, which is nice. Well, it beats the weather was five years ago when you were with the, with the Eagles going oh. to, to Minneapolis to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Big difference. Yeah, survived. yeah so it didn't get frostbite, but, uh, you know, that was an option out there but five years ago. So, yeah, this is a much different uh, scenario with the weather. Well, so glad that you're able to go again uh, two times in five years. A, a lot of teams don't don't get to don't get to do that. Uh, certainly, a recent uh, memory for the Kansas City Chiefs as well. So let's kind of talk uh, about some of the storylines. And um, I, I guess uh, first question would be, what are the Eagles doing? Uh, of course, I know they've been making media appearances and that sort of stuff. But as a team, and I saw that you had mentioned it. Uh, Sirianni says, you know, we, we want to keep things as normal as possible. We want to basically keep this as a business trip. Every coach every year says that, but we know, we know in reality that this is the Super Bowl, and you can't hide that. So how, what, how are the Eagles uh, preparing for this? Uh, prepare, what, for full disclosure, we're taping you on Saturday. Thank you for catching up with us on a Saturday because, obviously, today, Super Bowl, when this airs, now you've got a lot, a lot going on. But how's Nick Sirianni and the and the team doing and trying to keep things together as normal as possible as we get ready for tonight's game? Yeah, that, that's what they're trying to do. Um, you know, that's a lot easier said than done. Uh, case in point, you know, the Eagles practiced Saturday in Philadelphia before flying out here to Arizona, and they didn't have their first practice until Wednesday. So you have, you know, three days of you know media obligations. Uh, sponsorship obligation, promotions to tape, all that stuff. Uh, so when Wednesday came and it was the first practice, it, it really started to feel like normal again uh, for the players, at least the ones I talked to, because it is a circus. You know, this first couple media night, Monday night, you know, the opening night they have here, uh, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, or rather Tuesday with, uh, you know, media obligations. So uh, Wednesday was really the first day to return to normal, and the Eagles are trying to keep it that way. They're trying to keep their practices very similar, uh, you know, doing their uh, situational preparation, you know, different situations and games that come up, uh, kind of fine-tuning those, doing the red zone drills, trying to replicate what they do back in Philly. Uh, but, again, there's still media obligations on Wednesday and Thursday for these players. You know, Jalen Hurts was at the podium, and so was Patrick Mahomes, all, all three days, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, uh, you know, they, they have to kind of balance that. And, 
you know, the Eagles have a few guys that have done that in 2018 uh, when they beat the Patriots, you know, J- uh, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, those, those guys ha- know what this is all about. <clears throat> you know, Ndamukong Sue, he knows what it's about. Linval Joseph, these guys have been to Super Bowls. Uh, so we'll see. I know when the Chiefs were here in 2020, um, and I talked to, I can't remember, one of their players, I think it was Legarius Sneed, when I mentioned, like, how much that experience helped. And he said, you know, it's, it's completely different because back in 2020 we had the COVID. We didn't have to do any of these media obligations. You know, a lot of it was on Zoom, and it was just a couple minutes. We didn't have to sit here for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so both teams, I think, to me, are kind of, you know, trying to keep things normal, and we'll see who does a better job of that once the game begins. We're talking with Ed Kratz, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously out in Arizona for the Super Bowl and uh, a part of our Super Bowl special today, catching up with us yesterday on Saturday uh, to talk with us about today's uh, historic matchup, if you will, and, and has a lot of uh, potentials to be a, a really great game and a very historic game. Let's talk about uh, some of the storylines that people are talking about. Certainly uh, the, the quarterback matchup is the biggest elephant in the room. You know, the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes and, and Jalen Hurts will be the first uh, black quarterbacks to face off in a Super Bowl uh, when the National Football League Championship uh, gets underway later today. So two storylines, both dealing with injuries, both have had a, an amazing comeback story. We'll start, with, we'll start with Patrick Mahomes, and then we'll move on over to Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes obviously had some injuries this year, and you know the buzz, the social media, you know how that goes. Uh, this is this yeah. is the gloom and doom for the Chiefs. Uh, the uh, this is the year that uh, Patrick Mahomes will be dethroned, uh, and and he goes on to to win the MVP. And obviously, uh, the the second runner up, who who by all rights uh, would have been Jalen Hurts in the uh, uh, MVP, we'll get to him in just a second. How does just tell me about the story about Patrick Mahomes? A, a victory for Mahomes, 27 years old, will make him a two-time Super Bowl w- winner, having led the Chiefs to to three uh, titles three years ago. A lot of people are saying, "Next man up, uh, Brady gone. Next man up is Patrick Mahomes." Uh, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl today. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, certainly he's the greatest quarterback right now. I think in the game, uh, still just 27 years old. So, you know, the expectation is, is he'll be back. But you know, I was talking to Donovan McNabb yesterday, the Eagles quarterback on Radio Row, and, he, you know, he said, you know, we thought we were going to come back a few times too, and they never did. So, you know, there's no guarantees as to what the future holds. But certainly Mahomes, if anyone, is in a good position to sort of make this a, an annual right, if you will, to play in these Super Bowls. Uh, and there's a few quarterbacks in the AFC now with Joe Burrow who, who could – maybe stake that claim at some point or, or Josh Allen. Um, so there's a few guys that can, can do that in the AFC. Now, if you look at the NFC side, Jalen Hurts is just 24 years old. I think he's the seventh youngest starting quarterback uh, in this game. And these are the two youngest quarterbacks to ever start a Super Bowl, Hurts and, and Mahomes. Uh, so, yeah, it kind of looks like, you know, maybe Hurts can be in that conversation in the NFC because the NFC isn't really stacked with, you know, great quarterbacks. I mean, hardly any. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is at the end. Who knows if he'll even be in the NFC? Uh, you know, Brady, like you said, is gone. So, you know, the NFC doesn't have that quarterback talent, that depth that the AFC has. And, you know, we could see Hurts back in this game a few more times as well. Um, but, again, there's no guarantees. It's not just one guy at the 
a team that has to be in place around them, a coaching staff that has to, uh, you know, help you get there. And then you have to have some luck too. Uh, you have to do a good job with the turnovers. You have to get some calls from the officials. Uh, I mean, there's a lot involved to get to a Super Bowl. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, we've seen Hall of Fame players that never have been here. Eric Dickerson, Gail Sayers, uh, you know, Dick right. Butkus, Barry Sanders. I mean, these guys are Hall of Famers who've never been to, that never played in a Super Bowl. So, yeah, you can look at it and say, oh, we're going to see this a lot now. But, you know, again, I would temper that enthusiasm a little bit. Um, but the talent's there for both these guys, no doubt, uh, to, to, to play in multiple Super Bowls. Uh, Mahomes has already done it. This is his third one. And, you know, the thing about Mahomes is he's not <clears> – <throat> he hasn't had a terrific uh, Super Bowl. His first two appearances did not go well. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, and, and maybe – you know, he's learned and, you know, he understands that now that what it takes to, to get it done. I think his stats are he's one and one. He's completed 57% of his passes in his first two Super Bowls for only 556 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. So not great, but you wonder if now, okay, this is my third time. I get it. He figures it out and he puts it all together. And this is Jalen Hurts' first Super Bowl. And, you know, maybe he struggles like Mahomes did in his first two Super Bowls. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, certainly I, I like the uh, uh, stat that you sent out yesterday, and 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 it's a good lead into the the Jalen Hurts conversation. You said for those who were disappointed in Jalen Hurts, and I know maybe I'm not getting the quote right, but you said I know the those that might be disappointed that Jalen Hurts did not uh, get the MVP. Keep in mind the, the only time that, that that's happened in recent history was when Kurt Warner won the MVP and won the Super Bowl. So if you're following that stat. Jalen Hurts has got a good Sunday ahead of him. Certainly a favorite to win. Uh, her, you know, Hurts, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles took in the second round in 2020 in the NFL draft, is really looking to have to close out a breakout season. He also had injuries this year. He also had some question marks behind his name. But here he is in the Super Bowl uh, and, uh, you know, looking to, to win his his. Uh, first Super Bowl, and uh, and also would make him the fourth black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Of course, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, uh, joining Mahomes and Russell Wilson, who won the Seahawks, and Doug Williams, the first black quarterback uh, to start the Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins. So that's a great stat in itself. But you've been around the Eagles a lot this season, and you've been around the Eagles this week, and as you said, he's been at the podium. What are some of the things you've had an opportunity to talk with Jalen Hurts about in his season that you know, a lot of, by all accounts, on both quarterbacks, uh, except for Adam Jevenin. we got to give him credit. At the very beginning of the season in our preseason conversation, he said the Eagles would be in the Super Bowl. So other than that, a lot of people had question marks. But you came around, too, Ed. You came around, too. It didn't take you long to say you're, you're, you're going to be there in Arizona as well. Uh, but Jalen Hurts, yeah. uh, let's, let's put the magnifying glass on you. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, you mentioned that, you know, Mahomes being the MVP and an MVP hasn't won the Super Bowl since Kurt Warner in 19, the 1999 season. It was the 2000 Super Bowl. And uh, there have been uh, quarterbacks that have come to the – nine MVP quarterbacks who have come to the uh, – who have not won a Super Bowl uh, since then when, when they got to the Super Bowl. So uh, it's hard to do. Um, you know, it's a trend. But, you know, what I learned from Hertz in three days of seeing him – and Listen, there's so many media here from so many different countries, you know, Denmark, Germany, Mexico, uh, France, uh, England. I mean, they've come from everywhere. And 
he stands on that podium under the bright lights with, you know, a hundred media members sitting in the audience asking, you know, the ability to ask questions. And, and he just seems to be the same guy. He hasn't flinched. And, you know, he's, he's given the, the answers that he's given most of the season, just kind of calm, cool, collected, under, under control, confident, uh, hasn't wavered from that. You know, you, you listen to his voice and it still sounds strong. It doesn't sound like it's got any breaks in it or, you know, nervousness to it. So, you know, he's been in big games. Obviously, he, he led Alabama to a national title, and then he got benched at halftime of another national title game with Alabama in favor of uh, Tua Tungavailoa. So, you know, he's all these moments I think have kind of helped him prepare for this moment. Um, but again, that media spotlight is brightest here than it is anywhere he's ever been. And I was impressed the way he handled himself. He didn't. Uh, he wasn't anybody different than he is. And he was asked about his doubters that he's had uh, and continues to have, you know, he, he doesn't seem to get a lot of respect. You hear a lot of 49ers talking about how, if you make, you know, Robbie gold, the kicker for San Francisco says, if you make Jalen hurts play quarterback, you have a pretty good shot to have a good day as a defense. Now, you know, that's pretty disrespectful, especially coming from a kicker. Uh, but Hertz was asked, Hertz was asked about that. And he said, you know, I had, I had a purpose long before anybody had an opinion. So, you know, a, a great line to say, uh, <laughs> and he, he, you know, he's just got this, uh, this, this, this will to win mentality that, you know, if, unless you're like with him and seeing it and hearing it every day, maybe you don't have a full understanding of, it. but his will to win is really second to none. Uh, and, and I think that's what carries him. So, you know, whether or not he comes out and has a good game or a bad game, I don't know. But I like the way he handled himself this week in, in front of the world's, you know, on the world's biggest stage, really, in this sport. Yeah, he's great to watch. He, he's a really humble person. And, and not that, that Patrick Mahomes isn't, but, yes, he, he is great to, to, to see that. Uh, we're talking with Ed Kratz, caught up with us yesterday on Saturday, uh, calling us from the desert out there in Arizona uh, as it's Super Bowl 57, and this is our – annual Super Bowl special. Love doing this show every year. As you know, we're on Sunday today as opposed to Saturday. Uh, let's talk about some of the other storylines, if you will. Obviously, the big, the, one of the biggest, uh, and I mean this quite literally, one of the biggest storylines is the, the, the sibling rivalry, if you will. Uh, you, you look at, uh, it, it, and that was really the first. We know that brothers have played in Super Bowls. So both of them have played in their own Super Bowls. You know, then you had Eli and Peyton played Super Bowls, but never they play, never have they played each other. Uh, so it'll be another first for this year's Super Bowl. Obviously, I, I'm referring to Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and his older brother Jason Kelsey, uh, obviously center for the Eagles. I guess the first question would be, and we were jokingly asked this earlier, Adam asked, he goes, I just want to know what what his mom, their mom fed them as they were growing up because they're big old boys. Uh, and uh, the Kelsey brothers will, will uh, be, who between them, have, have been selected to 14 Pro Bowls, uh, will be on the field, will be the first time to be on the field at the same time uh, as a result. Uh, and um, my brain went dead. See, this is what happens when I have to tape on a, on a Saturday morning. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But really, in all seriousness, both, both Kelsey's have won a Super Bowl in their own prospective team. Uh, Travis will be appearing in his third NFL title game in four seasons while Jason uh, returns for his second time in five years. You had a chance to you, all season long. Obviously, you've had a chance to 
to follow the Eagle Kelsey, uh, but now you've had a chance to catch up with the brother Kelsey. Yeah, what's what's that kind of been like? Obviously, uh, they, they're brothers; they love each other. But you know, it, when it comes when it comes down to it, today is when it matters. So, uh, what, what's your take on the Kelsey brothers? Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're fun guys, and you know you're right. You know, with, with his parents, Ed and Donna Kelsey, you know you wonder. Like, should they write a book on how to raise children? Because it's not just what you fed them; it's how you it's how you raise them. You know, I That's mean, they, right. these these are these are good kids. Now, I know, you know, Travis ran into some trouble at the University of Cincinnati, and uh, you know, with uh, illegal substances of some kind, and he got kicked off the team. And Jason had to go in and vouch for him, and you know, kind of plead that, hey, let's give my brother a second chance here. And Cincinnati did, and. You know, Travis took advantage of it, and uh, you know it's a, it's a fun dynamic between those two. You know, I would I'd recommend their podcast every Wednesday. They put out a podcast together called New Heights. If you haven't listened to it, it's very entertaining, and yeah, uh, you know the the interplay between the two is is terrific. Uh, but you know, Jason Kelsey is trying to uh, get one up here on his younger brother. You know, he would love to have that Super Bowl ring first before his brother does, because you know. Uh, Travis is probably going to have an opportunity maybe at one or two more. Who knows? I mean, Travis is 33, Jason's 35. Um, so you think Travis will have another shot. I, this could be the end for Jason Kelsey. He may decide to retire uh, after this Super Bowl. We don't know. But, uh, you know, he would love to say to hold this over his brother's head for the rest of his life and say, we beat you in Super Bowl 57. Uh, and here's the ring to prove it. Uh, and, and I'm sure Travis feels the same way. He would love to get one over on his big brother. So, uh, But, again, it, it comes down to those two guys not trying to do too much, right? You have to do your job. You can't do anything more than that. Uh, and, and we'll see who does it. But, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be in Donna Kelsey's shoes or Ed Kelsey's shoes with the parents that have to watch this and, and uh, you know, try to pick a side as to who you want to win. Jason. <laughs> Jason, Jason thinks his mom is rooting for Travis because he's the baby. He said, but, but then again, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's given her the grandkids, and I know she loves her grandkids, so maybe she's rooting for me. Uh, yeah. She'll never, she'll never admit it. I, you know, it's hard to pick a side, but I think more than anything, she'll probably feel worse for whoever loses uh, than good for whoever wins. You know, she'll feel badly for Jason or Travis, whichever one is on the losing side of the score on Sunday. I know she's been getting a lot of social media attention, and uh, one picture I saw, uh, she had uh, both jerseys sewed together, so she's wearing both jerseys. And I thought that was kind of, yeah. you know, so how that goes. So it's always cool to, you know, be, you know, we saw the same thing in the uh, parent-children uh, relationship uh, with the Mannings. Uh, so, and, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves, and this is a Super Bowl special, but if you have you seen Peyton Manning's son play, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's another yeah. topic for another show, but he's already starting to be talked about. Hey, uh, there's another Manning in the mix, but there's also another Manning in the mix. So we're, we're not done talking about the Manning. So we'll we'll leave it at that for today. Fun, no. uh, a fun guy to watch, and you you know, he gets he gets he, he, a lot of people make jokes about you know the Kool Aid Man and this and that and the other. But Andy Reid, and you know him, and, and you've had a chance to get to know him over the years. Did you get a chance to catch up with him this week? I mean, uh, it, Andy Reid's quest to win a second Super Bowl trophy with the Chiefs will come against the team he spent 14 years as the head coach. I know you got to, to know him there. And in his 14 seasons as, as an Eagles head coach, 
recompiled 1, 130-93 in one record and made one trip to the Super Bowl, but was never able to bring the, the championship Vince Lombardi trophy back to Philadelphia. Did you get a chance to catch up with your friend Andy Reid, and, and what are his thoughts about this matchup? Yeah, just, like, you know, in the podium situation, you know, nothing like one-on-one with Andy or anything. It was funny because I was on Radio Row on Friday, and, uh, you know, I'm walking around, and I see Andy Reid, and I'm like, oh, what's Andy Reid doing here? And I think I'm, I'm going to go over yeah. and talk to him. And then, and then in that split second, I realize, oh, that's the fake Andy Reid. You know, that, that oh. there's, a, there's a guy who looks exactly like him, uh, and that was him, you know, and, and radio stations oh. were interviewing the fake Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so I always, I I always the, enjoy, oh, I'm sorry. I always enjoy Media Day and Radio Row. I, I had a chance to be a part of that when they were here, when the Super Bowl was here in Indianapolis. People wear the weirdest costumes. It's it's kind of a fun thing to to watch and be a part of. Uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, you know, yeah. here's a question: If you call it a hot take or call it a question, here's the thing. Um, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have been able to take uh, the Chiefs to multiple AFC championships, Super Bowls, only been able to win one. If they lose this Super Bowl to the Eagles, what does that? how does that cement their legacy? If, if they call this a hot take or not, if I'm a Kansas City fan and I'm looking at Andy Reid, you mean, okay, yeah, you get us to the cha- championship, but you've only got us one Super Bowl. If I'm a critical fan, which a lot of fans are, let's be honest, uh, if I'm a critical fan, and you, and, you, and you touched on this earlier in your conversation earlier, it's very hard to get back to the Super Bowl, let alone win multiple Super Bowls. But do you think the fan base will have some a sour taste in their mouth if Andy Reid cannot get them to another championship? I think you'll always have that segment. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very passionate fan base, Kansas city. I'm sure there's a segment of fans that would feel like, you know, Hey, you got us to the super bowl, but you can't get us over the top, but I'm not sure you should really call for like, you know, Hey, let's find a coach that can do that. I, I mean, you know, this is, I think this is Andy Reid's team until he decides to retire. Um, Win or lose, you know, what's better than having your team play in the Super Bowl for four seasons? I guess this is the third one for Andy Reid with Kansas City. Uh, you know, what's better than that? I mean, okay, yeah, we lost. Uh, we saw the Buffalo Bills lose four in a row in the 90s, right, with Marv Levy. Uh, and what a kick in the head that was. That's, that's, that's a shame. But, you know, just to be here and experience this and, and play in the last game on the biggest stage in the NFL, uh, I I, I would be happy with that if I was a fan. Um, now, if you flip that over to when he was in Philadelphia, he only got to one Super Bowl. So there was a segment of the fans that when he was getting, he got the five NFC championship games, which is fantastic, really. But he couldn't get over the hump except the one time. So uh, there was a segment of fans in Philly that were unhappy about that. And they thought, you know, let's, we've got to find a coach that can get us over the hump and at least get us into the Super Bowl. Uh, but it's different in Kansas City because he has gotten over that AFC title hump, and he's in the Super Bowl for the third time with them and looking to win number two. Uh, and I don't think it would hurt his legacy at all if he doesn't. I think he's you know, right up there as one of the greatest coaches uh, of all time. And I, listen, I know you have to have a good quarterback. That kind of thing goes hand-in-hand hand with great coaches. You know, Belichick had Brady, and you know, uh, Lombardi had uh, Bart Starr, and you know, all these great coaches had great quarterbacks. So 
there's something to be said for Reed having McNabb in Philly and Mahomes in Kansas City, but he won with Alex Smith as well before Mahomes came on the scene. So I think he's one of the best coaches of all time, and you should be happy with your team playing in another Super Bowl because, like you said earlier when we started the show, it's just a fun thing to be a part of and, and to experience and to see. And, you know, he's, he's given his fans exactly that chance. So uh, it's, it's hard to be mad at that, I would think. But there are always going to be a segment of fans that will be. Uh, oh, yeah. Ed Kratz uh, joins us, uh, beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles and SI.com. He joined us yesterday on Saturday to tape this for us. We do, do appreciate this. One really final thought, if you will. This is going to be a battle between the two of the best teams in the regular season, both 14 and 3, uh, and, and and both have captured the perspective uh, conferences uh, to get the first round by and to get to the Super Bowl. This has all the makings and earmarks to be a very historical Super Bowl, if not one of the best we've ever seen. On the other hand, it also has all – when you have this much hype build up into two teams, it's that way with every Super Bowl, but it's a little different this year just because of the, the, they're equal, if you will. There's the, the spread is one and a half. Uh, the Eagles are heavily favored. Uh, the over-under, I think, is somewhere around 50, the last that I checked before uh, we started uh, taping this segment. So I mean, this might change a lot for tomorrow, but still the Eagles are favored to win. Unlike last time they won the Super Bowl, they were the underdogs. and uh, So this has – the earmark mark and possibility of being one of the greatest Super Bowls we, we've ever watched or one of the most disappointing Super Bowls we ever watched. What's, what, if, you're, if you're in the whiteboard session with Andy Reid or uh, Sirianni and you're the offensive coordinator, imagine that. Just pretend with me. What are you doing to get your teams ready so that you're better than the other team? Well, yeah, again, I think it just comes down to sticking to your, to your routine, what you do, what you've done the previous 20 weeks of the season. You know, you don't want to deviate from that. Uh, you don't want to make the moment, you know, and I sound like, you know, I'm spouting these cliches, but you don't want to make the moment any bigger than it is. Uh, you just have to stay within yourself and play your game, not try to do too much, uh, and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, but I think it's going to be a game, some in-game adjustments, uh, the coaching staffs, I think, are going to play a big role in how they adjust to what is taking place on the field. And, you know, you're right when you say there's a lot of, I guess, pressure to have a great Super Bowl here. You know, everybody thinks it's going to be this great, maybe last team that has the ball will win type Super Bowl. But, you know, we've seen these matchups before that have ended in, in blowouts. And you don't want that. You don't want a game to be out of, <clears throat> out of hand early and TV's clicking off. Uh, uh, you know, around the around the country, so uh, th- there is that pressure to have a great Super Bowl and to and to keep fans interested. And you know, I don't I don't know if it will be a blowout. Uh, I don't think it will. But you know, we've seen some massive Super Bowl blowouts before, um, and I just hope this isn't one of them. Either side, you know, whether it's the Eagles or the Chiefs, I, I do hope it's close game. Teams have followed the routines; they're prepared. They're ready, and then you you try to adjust as best you can in game, uh, and, and see if you can't find a way to pull this thing out. So I think it'll be a good Super Bowl. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think, you know, I think we'll see a good tight, tightly played game, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope. Well, you know, the last time, just saying for if we're stating historical facts, the last time two top seeds, uh, seeded teams faced off in the Super Bowl, 
was you guys in the in the New England Patriots in 2018. Yeah. It was the last time two number uh, two top seeds faced off in the in the Super Bowl. They got to have a great plan, you know. In my in my real world job, we have a, a I work in sales, but okay, okay we have a uh, black picture, whatever you want. That's uh, as you go into the main conference room area where it says. If you don't, if you don't have a plan for a goal, a goal is just a dream. So you've got to have that that, that game uh, plan. And I've been rehearsing that all week because I'm like, hey, that's great. Yeah, my podcast. That's that's a great quote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. it is. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the betting, and I'll let you go and and get uh, out to poolside. Oh, you got other stuff too. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you didn't bring your golf clubs, did you? <laughs> uh, no. I, hey, I, I tell not. you what, some beautiful golf uh, areas. I love to play golf, so I, I, that's beautiful golfing uh, out there. But uh, you know, always the Super Bowl is a betting bonanza. Each year, this and this year won't be any different. This could be one of the. They said this could be one of the biggest um, bets, if you will, with adults. Um, Reaching close to a billion dollars in bets made across the United States, across different platforms, um, maybe even reach $16 billion. Uh, so this year's Super Bowl will also be the first one held in the state that offers legal sports betting. I didn't know that stat until I was reading that stuff over from today's show or or uh, taping yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts? You guys are favored to win. When I say you guys, I mean the Eagles, and then we're flying, we're flying Eagle Fly here uh, in uh, Indianapolis with with me and Melissa. And I know there's a lot of people I work with. We have a, a strong uh, presence in our Philadelphia office uh, people, uh, so there's a lot of Fly Eagle Fly. Uh, but uh, you know, if you're a betting man, sure not, or you shouldn't be at least for tomorrow or today or whatever. What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, the Eagles are favored. I mean, you know, I, that's great for the betters. And that whole side of football has exploded with the betting and the legalization of it and all this and that. So that doesn't surprise me that there's a lot of people betting so much money on this game and the different prop bets that you can get. Um, and that's kind of what keeps fans interested, I guess, you know, is the betting and, uh, you know, the, the side bets, right, not just the winner or the final score, all that. you get the bet on so many different things. Um, and I guess, you know, for some people that kind of keeps them interested. Um, but you know me, I'm just, I, I just want to see a good competitive game. That's what it's all about for me is watching, you know, guys compete, teams compete against one another. So, you know, I, you're right. I don't bet. And, you know, good luck to those who do. <laughs> well, we'll do a little fun bets with DraftKings, and uh, we're going over to some friend's house uh, later on this evening. Sunday, uh, and uh, Melissa's making some awesome uh, uh, buffalo chicken dip. You know, most things that I make are world famous, but I'll give her the world famous buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> Food nice. is a very, very important part of the Super Bowl. Uh, what's your go-to? And I, I gotta imagine that the media center at the Super Bowl is treating you very, very well. But what's your go-to if you are a fan at home watching the Super Bowl? What's your go-to guilty pleasure, whether it be wings, pigs in a blanket, nachos, tater tots, fries, all the above? What is the one thing Ed Kratz has got to have on the Super Bowl? Well, I'm a wings guy. 
Tom. I love Wayne I know Dennis that, I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, right. You do. That's right. Yeah, the Weber girl there. But uh, that's right. I love wings. So I, I'm a wings guy. Uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll uh, air fry some wings. I think we did that last Super Bowl. Um, so we'll air fry some wings and we'll, you know, put some different sauces on them and, uh, and have at it. So that's really kind of what we serve them. You know, I like nachos. Nachos are terrific. Uh, you know, Oh yeah. If, if someone feels like making those, I'll, I'll eat them. Uh, but those are probably, <laughs> you will put them down. Huh? Yeah. Wings and nachos are my, are my thing. Well, my jam. I do enjoy, I do enjoy Melissa's Buffalo chicken dip. So she's making that. We're going over to some friend's house and, they're going to have the whole spread there and make it some chili and stuff and wings, all kinds of stuff. So, And we're also doing – have you ever bet it with the squares where you randomly pick squares and you, it's like $5 a square and, you know, it's like the halftime score and the final yes. score and the prop bet, Effort. you know, and first interception yeah. and, and this and that and the other. So we're, we're going to be doing that just for fun. I, another very, very important part of the Super Bowl, one of my good friends, Gina, she says, well, not good friend, best friend. Every year she goes, you know, I hate sports, Tom. I don't like sports. I'm glad you do. I'm glad it's your thing. But Super Bowl, I'm always watching. I only watch for the for the halftime show. This year it's Rihanna. I, I, I kind of have been less than impressed somewhat by recent halftime shows, but they get a good job on – I guess bringing back uh, the classic hip-hop. You wonder, and maybe you be in there, maybe you've heard some, some stuff or seen some rehearsals or heard some rehearsals. What are your thoughts about Rihanna and the halftime show? I don't know who else is going to be there with her, but um, the halftime show is uh, one of the biggest parts of the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll probably date myself here, Tom, but i got to be honest, I didn't, didn't know a single Rihanna song coming into the week, and I've since learned thanks to my daughter, that one of them is called Umbrella, um, yes. which, you know, you don't really need here in Arizona because I don't think it's rained for about three weeks. But uh, <laughs> that's all I really know. I mean, I didn't – there was a press conference for her earlier. I, I could have gone into it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't really know too much who she is. And I, I probably hate – you know, that probably makes me sound old and a stick in the mud. But uh, it's, it's, it's someone I'm not familiar with, to be honest. So I'll be interested to hear – how she sounds, what what her music's like, what the you know what the show looks like, because it is like you said, it's a spectacle, and you know it'll be a good show. But just don't know enough about her to uh, really be that excited about it. <laughs> well, I, I think one of the best halftime shows ever, uh, two of the best halftime shows ever, was U2 and when Prince. And they did the yeah. hologram of Prince and all of that. That those were really good. So you know, it's something to be excited about. But I'll be honest, that's usually when I'm uh, indulging in whatever is there to eat and making sure that my koozie is filled. Yeah, <laughs> and there's right. always a happy. There's a, there's, there's a tradition that we have, and we'll be doing it tonight as well. Uh, we do the halftime Jello shots. So you know. We got oh, jello okay. shots already made. I, I got to try to stay out of them today. <laughs> uh, so you, you started and, and that, day early, huh? That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, another thing, and I'll let you go. This is a very, very important answer. I know you're a dog person. God knows everybody knows I'm a dog person. Three dogs. My daughter has three dogs. My son has four dogs. So we are definitely a dog family. So there's something that we have to watch every year as part of build it up to the Super Bowl, and that's the Puppy Bowl. 
You ever watch the Papa Bill ad? Come on now. <laughs> uh, I probably have seen bits and pieces of the Puppy Bowl. I don't think <laughs> I've actually sat through an entire uh, Puppy Bowl game, but I have <laughs> seen parts of it. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Uh, I Several years ago, I found it by accident, just surfing with my remote, trying to get a break from the day long, all day long coverage of Super Bowl, which will start at 1 o'clock on Fox. If, if those that are inclined to watch every single storyline that's ever been written, uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl, I found the Puppy Bowl. And I was like, you know, it, it's a fundraiser. The, the other part of it is all the money for advertising and all of this stuff. It goes to uh, the Humane Society shelters across the United States. The, and, and you can also adopt the puppies that are on the puppy bowl. So that's really the main purpose is to get them adopted. And we're, we're big believers in the Humane Society. Notice that in the local news that there's a puppy from Indianapolis that's going to be in the puppy bowl. So there's your Super Bowl connection to Indy. Also, we have the Colts may not be there, but Babyface will be there singing America the Beautiful. Obviously, everybody knows he's from Indianapolis. So, hey, Indianapolis is being represented in the Super Bowl, Ed. <laughs> so, so there's somebody named Babyface who's singing the America the Beautiful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Did, I did not know that. He's a multi-platinum artist, multi-Grammys, yeah, and he's from Indianapolis. Okay, good. I'll keep an eye out for him. I guess he, he has a... a It'd be easy to spot, right? He's got a baby face. Is that the reason he's called baby face? I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know the story behind how he got his name, but yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but well, we uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us today. Ed, what's on tap for you on the day before the big day? The big day. <laughs> Well, I'll probably, you know, maybe I'll do a little souvenir shop and, you know, get the wife and kids nice. something uh, and, uh, you yeah. know, just kind of soak it all in a little bit one more time uh, before the game and, you know, get some stories out, you know, write some stuff and um, just kind of more of the same, really, than earlier in the week. There's an Eagles pep rally that I might go and see if I can come up with a story. It's uh, in the afternoon on Saturday in Scottsdale, maybe I'll figure out if anybody wants to go to that and try to hitch a ride with somebody and head over there. But yeah, just kind of, kind of a free day without having to get on a shuttle bus and go to these media availabilities at the team hotels. Right. Uh, you know, it opens up a, a couple uh, hours of free time. So, uh, well, just I'm go sure out there by the hotel. Go out there by the hotel pool, open up your laptop, get you one of those drinks with the little umbrellas, and enjoy your day, sir. <laughs> well, I, I did that yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay, I did, great. I great. did that Friday, well, yeah. So, well, there you go. That was, well, we appreciate yeah. we we appreciate you uh, taking the time to tape uh, uh, the show with us today. Really excited about the game uh, later on this evening. Uh, I mean, later on tomorrow evening because we're taping now. It's all backwards, but we appreciate you taking some time on a Saturday to tape with us. Everybody will hear your awesome interview tomorrow on Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's great. I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Where, where, can, where can people find your working masterpieces, sir? Yeah, Twitter, at Kratzee, K-R-A-C-Z-E, or si.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. You can hit me at either of those places. All right, Ed, thank you. Okay, that's Thank that's you. Uh, that's the rep. That's the rep, Mr. Ed. I do appreciate you uh, I, more than you know. So, oh, it, it, thanks. It, yeah. Enjoy it. I look forward to seeing a picture of your office tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. These opportunities, like I said, don't come around too often, so uh, you have to yeah. enjoy them. Yeah. Hopefully, they feed you well. Hopefully, you get well, some weight. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be nice. I I eat a lot of Mexican food. Really good Mexican. They just got the best here. Uh, oh know, yeah, in the southwest area. Oh yeah, uh, a lot Most of definitely. burritos and enchiladas and salsa and dip and guacamole and yeah it's just been a lot of that all right buddy i'll let you get back to it i appreciate you man have a good one all right time you too i'll see you yeah